What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wits End Podcast. I'm your host, Devin Witt, alongside my co-host, Joe The Show. And uh, you know, we're, we're going to kind of keep this one local today, even though uh, this is anything but a local problem. Uh, so we're... I Actually, you know, I kind of wanted to start off by saying, Dad, I'm preparing to become a zombie. <laughs> so, uh, you know, if I'm you haven't... start taking the fentanyl with the... I don't remember some type of tranquilizer, you know, zombie people now. It's no <laughs> problem that the vice president should have under control. No. But don't that was last week's episodes. But no. yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, Wasn't she, isn't the VP over that stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah over the okay. Office of Gun Control. No, I thought she was over, like, maybe it was immigration, but I thought she was over, like, oh, the yeah, drug stuff, like too. Uh, probably. Either, either well, it, she was like part of the, the crime bill and everything yeah. back in the day. But well, either way, there's new fentanyl out that yeah, it's mixed with some other stuff. It kind of has a zombie effect. It eats your skin, but yet people still taking it. So that, that's not even what I was referring to. What okay. I'm talking about is these FEMA alert messages coming. No. All yeah. Right, right. Well, the craziest you get, conspiracy. You have to be careful with this one because you're going to get booted if you're not <laughs> careful. I can tell you that right now. The craziest conspiracy I've heard is that. If you are a vaccinated individual, then whenever they sound this emergency system, whoever got the vax, the nanotechnology is supposed to activate, mm-hmm. you a zombie now. Yeah, and surprisingly, there's a lot of people that believe that. So, yeah, I, I have read it, and it's, you know, at first, I mean, it's obviously conspiracy theory, but there's millions of people that's, you know, it's went viral. Yeah, it's like you get, you've had this shot. And then when they activate this test on October 4th, I think it's at 2.30, if I'm not mistaken, 2 or 2.30. It depends on what time zone you're in. Then, yeah, it activates nanoparticles, and they can now trace you Heck and track yeah. you, supposedly. So, yeah, that's kind of – it's We're crazy. But the thing of it is, like, you got to look at this situation. Like, the government – okay, we'll say hypothetical, and so anybody screening this, don't kick me off. I'm saying it's not real. However, if we did buy into it, we wanted to buy into the conspiracy theory. One, I don't think the government would say, hey, October 4th, that took, man, they would just freaking <laughs> yeah, do, they it. Would just do it. They would just do it and be like, oh, y'all don't know yeah, that. Whoops. You know, like, in, you know, so that's one part of it. They would just do it if that if they had the capability. Number two, and I am going off what I've read in, in a little bit more in depth into this. It's the same stuff as like an Amber Alert and stuff like that. It's kind of the same thing, you know. And so it would have already happened by now. You know, so unless there's some new um, tone that would be in this, you know, uh, that cause it. I mean, it's not, <laughs> but it's not going to happen. And three, like, I've read into this stuff. People obviously waste word me because I'm not, you know, I would say chemist. I, I don't even see that thing. I don't even know. It's in my intelligence. <laughs> I'm like, what, like, what can actually use radio frequencies to trigger this or that in certain medications or whatever? And ba- basically, bottom line, of, I'm smart enough to see, like, that no, there's nothing out. Or say there's nothing, but they're saying there's n- this medication that they're saying is to do this. They doesn't even have that in it. It was something they test they test with, but not it's not in the vaccine. So, well, I, I, I don't. I've heard nothing. of this thing called Havana syndrome, where the way I understand it, it's a frequency based uh, virus. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't even want to say virus. I don't know what I'm talking about, guys. But either way, this syndrome like causes severe headaches and everything and they're saying that it's because of a certain frequency that these people can hear mm. and so i'm like ah that okay. I, that I, you know th- to me that's a little more plausible um you know my Kinda kids like operate in a free in a certain frequency that gives me a headache um no i i could see that being a possibility of certain frequencies you know exposure it could i i could see that but not activating some nanoparticle to be able to track you either way I think it's a joke, but I guess we're going to find out on October 4th at 2 o'clock. Right. 2:30. Yeah, I can't wait, guys. So. I can't wait to be a zombie. I'll eat you first. Yeah, well, I didn't get vaccinated, so there you go. I didn't play into that game. <laughs> uh, well, okay. Well, speaking of games to play. Uh, <laughs> so Talking about kid games? <laughs> yeah, kid games for sure. Uh, no. So this, you know, and here in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, America, not a whole lot happens. Okay. Pretty small town just big enough to like say we're doing all right but then this whole we're here thing comes out and you know maybe it wouldn't have been that big of a deal a couple years ago but after that that gay pride event took place and you know you had the the city halls and a hubbub Mm -hmm. over people deciding whether that should take place or not right 
that's what makes this thing a, a big deal, in my opinion. Now, I'm willing to bet I did more homework than you did on Maybe. these cats. Uh, <laughs> so I, I did do a little bit of research into the show we're here, and I probably did more than 99% of anybody else who wants to talk crap on them. I watched one episode. <coughs> I watched You're season right. one, episode one. Right. So you, you got to get the premise. I mean, so I think there's a lot of things. So one, this is obviously an HBO series um, that's out. Um, so people understand, and it, it's drag queens and fat ones at that. They're not attractive. Um, I, I don't know that any of them's really attractive. Um, kids like Ronald McDonald, they would fit that bill to me. Um, I I just don't see a play. No, it's not. I'm and, you know people people in the LGBTQ whatever drag queen whatever genre whatever you fit into, it's not about that. I'm knocking a drag because they're wearing drag or they're confused on whether they're male or female or dress, whatever. I, you look like it looks like a clown to me. You've got so much makeup on. Um, and I will take this in, in a lot harsher direction. So you can tune in for the rest of it. And you'll hear how exactly feel that. But it looks like it looks very child. It looks like a clown to me. And, and it's really hard for me to take people on any level serious when you dress like that. Well, here's my thing. So in, in case you guys are wondering, what is we're here? Well, it's basically a, a show about three drag queens that go to little towns all across America. Note, little, small towns. Small towns, yes. baby. Small towns in America to uh, spread the message about uh, LGBTQ support and maybe open people's eyes to another side that, because they are from a small town, might not usually be accustomed to, to seeing or being a part of. Well, you think there's a reason I think they target small towns. And they and film it, the discussions. Well, you know, well... They film their discussions what they deem deem appropriate. Um, however, I think that they hit small towns for a reason. One in, in this town, in particular, so people understand the backdrop on this is there was a drag show had been two years ago, if I'm not mistaken, um, that raised a lot of controversy um, I to think a lot of people. Last year, no, it was year before. Well, I'm gonna say two. They've had yeah. that one cause some problem. They did another one, not mm -hmm. so many than this. Um, so a year and a half, two years. Anyway, they did this. It caused controversy in the community. People didn't like it. You shouldn't be here, you know, whatever. It was in public, you know, on a public uh, property um, displayed in front of kids, which was kind of the focal point, the, the reason people didn't like it. They thought it should be a private venue. Um, so, so bearing that in mind, the city council, you know, what they did was put a one-year um, basically halt on this and trying to decipher laws, basically they took the coward way out and are basically going to piggy off, piggyback off federal or state laws that would rule on these things to be able to do them in public or they have to be in private venues. That's, and that's a very quick summary. So to answer what I, to say where, where I was going, I set the prelude there, uh, and to say this, I think they're hitting small towns intentionally because these small towns going against HBO, millions of dollar company, they can't fight a lawsuit. So if this company, oh, we want to do this. And they say, no, you're not. They've got a lawsuit on their hands. And they're apt to win it because they, can't, they don't have to win the lawsuit. All they have to do is just petition one, get it in the courts, and they're going to run millions of, you know, I say millions, they're going to run hundreds, if not hundreds of thousand dollars up in legal fees, and these little towns can't stop it. Well, and, and you know, it's funny you say that because that's actually one of the news articles that I was reading about it was uh, a guy in particular who ended up having to step down. He was kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. If he didn't allow them to come in and film and, and have their drag show, then he's restricting freedom of speech, and they can sue him mm -hmm. and win a lot of money. Right. And they know that going into it. Mm -hmm. uh, but then on the other hand, if you allow it to happen, well, now your constituents are pissed at you. You know, like, how dare you let this guy come in and, and do all this whenever clearly the majority of people don't want that. Right. And so it's like, as a politician especially, how do you navigate that? And I, I'm sorry, but I don't feel like the show is doing nearly a good enough job in one episode ugh, that yeah. to, to be able to show that side of things. Because uh, I, I feel like what, what really happened you know, in this hour-long episode, it was a lot to watch. But you know, there was definitely like a general theme of love, you know, accepting of others, and, I, and I'm all for that. But I, I don't feel like they actually portrayed what the situation really is. Because if you really are faced with a scenario of this is what America is about, in my opinion. Do you actually allow freedom of speech or are you just here to talk about it? 
Well, because you have to let these people talk. I guess you you'd have, have to, to let define them come to your town. Well, no, there's not a prop. The problem issue is not necessarily them coming to town. The issue is not can we have a discussion. The issue is what people in these small towns believe to be inappropriate conduct in public. It's not about can we have a conversation. This is not about a conversation. They can portray it like they want. The thing of it is, if it was just, hey, we want to sit down in front of the city council and talk, great. We want to sit down in one of the local, I don't know, church, a community center, um, and and talk and bring awareness. That's different. You want to talk and have a conversation. Now, if you're going to try to present, no, I know this is different because there is nudity, and these could be debatable too. This one in particular I haven't watched it. I don't know. I don't think there's nudity well, or it wouldn't it, fly. It was actually the but most modest. if we're going to promote, you know, uh, strippers, we know these are private venues. You have to go to certain locations for those. But you can't just say, hey, we want to bring awareness, so we're going to do a strip downtown and display nudity. Now, people can say, well, yeah, you're right, because there's nudity. Well, you know, let's, let's, let's look at that. Because the thing that opens the door, and this has been challenged in some states, it is legal for women to be topless. Yeah. Well. So now imagine the same scenario. We're bringing awareness to women's rights, women's bodies. In the name of that, I don't care. It's still not going to fly because the norm is that's not okay. And that's what this is in these southern states. That's not okay. They're not okay with people coming in here and, and doing this. The thing of it is, is what you'll see in most of these scenarios, most people's not against it. Most people's against it. You're doing it in a public venue for one. Number two, and probably should be number one, is kids are involved. And, and that's always been the thing. You know, like, and, and that's like why, like, as I was, you know, going over this and stuff and, and thinking about talking about it, I'm like, you know, it, it's so strange because I, I definitely do support any individual that wants to be themselves. You know, if you want to identify as a man, but you're actually a woman, or if you want to identify as a woman, but you're actually a man, if you want to be gay, if you want to be lesbian, if you don't want to be anything, be my guest. But, you but don't can't tell support anybody it. under the age of 18 how to live their life. You and, can't support and it And especially now. don't tell any little kid out there that they're born on the wrong body. That's right. sick. I think that's anti-gay. And it's one of the worst things I've ever seen come out of this community. Like to, to say mm-hmm. that to a child is just so wrong. And that, that's my biggest issue. That's what it's always been right. about. It's like how, how can you tell that to a, a young child that doesn't even understand their right. sexuality? And that's why I say you can't – that's why I'm saying you can't be okay with these things and say, oh, well, I don't care if you're gay. I don't care if you're this and that. No, we can't be anymore because it's not just, hey, you know, do your thing. I, I mean, I kept my marriage behind – you know, in, in my home. I don't – hey, I'm, I'm a straight person. And I do, you, no, we, you know, we don't fawn it. I'm sure there's people that are, but generally that's not how that is. This has become such an issue – that you just can't squash one little bug. You ha- it's like the whole freaking thing. Like you have to crack down on everything, unfortunately, because I would tend to agree with that. If you do that in a privacy of your own home or in a private venue, I don't care. But it's become so much of an influence in society that we, ha- it's, we can't play, okay, let's tackle that. No, it has to be across the board now, unfortunately. Yeah, and you, you have to accept everything. And mark my words on this. This is the same thing as race. People don't want to, they won't, they don't correlate these things, but it is. They, race was a little bit of an issue, and then, and then somebody gets shot, somebody gets killed, you know, corrupt cop, and this thing just blows up. And then it's like, oh, black, black lives matter, and, and, you know, all and this race crap and, and all this yeah. other stuff. Well, this is the same thing. This was not that big of an issue. And then there's a little traction, something happened, and specifically, I can say somebody shot up, you know, a gay bar, and then this thing blows up. I don't believe because they're gay you should go up and, and shoot people. That's retarded. You know, you shouldn't be doing that. Um, they, they should have, if they want to do that and they have a bar for that type of stuff, go for yeah, it. I don't but, care. But the problem but with that, that guy. It came a big deal, and, and here we are. And it's not just one thing. It's not just that one thing. It's several things. And, you know, we, we, we do. We talk about the kids. Who's going to step up and, and teach our kids? So our education system already fails us. The government already fails us. So now what's, what's the option? I put my kids in front of drag queens? But yeah, see what, yeah, but, that's what, but that's what the options we have. They're, they're getting failed at so many levels, and this is just another one that our kids are already confused on a day-to-day basis, whether it's with identity, anything sexual, you could probably leave that out. These kids are already growing confused as it is, and now we're putting this crap in front of them? No, I'm not, I'm not on board with it. See, 
and here's what kind of like my my issue with with a lot of because as I'm watching it, I'm like I'm trying my hardest to try to understand like where they're coming from on like and it, the way they portray it in the back of your mind, you definitely want to say, well, this isn't that bad. I mean, look it, there's kids on the show that feel uncomfortable in their own bodies, and you know they're they're having love and support from their community and their family and and friends. Uh, you know that's a beautiful thing, and, and the world needs more of it. And on one hand, you could definitely take that approach with it, but kind of, I guess where I go with that whole line of thinking is that's the facade because we've seen it time after time after time. Once someone leaves the group, so for instance, someone Mm -hmm. who transitions, uh, you know, they get all the love and admiration in the world, and then they say, actually, this isn't for me. I think I made a mistake. And then they start posting about it. And they're saying things about the the treatments that they had, the process, and they're coming out with details that maybe people in that community don't want to to come out. And so as a result, what do they do? They ban them. They they basically say, well, you were never a part of this community. Mm -hmm. So how's that all love inclusive? Like I'm trying to think if if you say, Devin, I'm not a Christian anymore. I wouldn't come after you and say, well, you were never a Christian to begin with, and you can never join this group again, and you're a bigot, and you need to leave. Real. And you're wrong. I, this thing, this thing, I can debunk this. If people would just pull their head out of their butt for a minute, I can debunk this. I can. This is so easy to debunk. This is from the show. Let me read you this. Throughout the show, participants engage in the process of drag, drag transformation under the guidance of three queens. The program presents individual stories and often touching on themes related to acceptance, identity, and so societal views. Here's the part that's easy to debunk. And if I played this on a reverse roll, I would be ostracized for it. The structure of the series offers a blend of personal narratives. What more do needs to be said? <laughs> Let me offer my personal narratives. You see, I already have some, but you see, that's the problem with this issue. The LGBTQ stuff, the gay stuff, homosexual stuff, you throw whatever word you want. That's the problem with it. You can, you can shove your personal narratives down our throats and now we get sued for it and there's legal issues. Now you flip that. It's a hate crime almost. See, oh. this, is, this is what they're saying, personal narratives and elements of drag culture. So I'll read it through. The structure of the series offers a blend of personal narrative and elements from drag culture. These kids wouldn't even know what the hell drag was if it wasn't for you. And their parents are damn fools for bringing them to the show. And I don't care if parents like it or not. Well, one of the parents dressed up you in won't. drag. Well, I know. Well, child. part of that, I didn't get into the first part of it because there is... Throughout the participants engaged in the process of drag transformation under the, basically yeah. they're taking individuals like, hey, I'll volunteer. Well, sure you will. You know, that's the to thing. Most people, exactly. <laughs> See, that's the thing. These things <laughs> with, check. with how many people may show up or not, I don't know. But if you say, hey, I'm going to put you on HBO, now you're going to have people do it. Put makeup on me. You know? And so <laughs> you're, even if you say you had a normal event, they had a thousand people, you, you bring in HBO, especially in these small towns, they're starstruck. Yeah. And so you're going to have 2000, 25, you're going to have more people. And now I, Hey, across the, I'm glad that, you know, people would turn up for these things and, you know, for what it is, but let's face it, it's not because of drag Queens. It's for, it's for the stardom, the, the, no, the, the I, fame. Now to, to kind of be devil's advocate here, I do think, about the best thing that could come out of them going to small towns is there's definitely some homophobes in small towns that sure. kind of they need to be addressed and and they do need that confrontation of seeing an actual gay person in front of them and then you have to say those same things but that that's you know as I'm thinking that though I was like okay well hold on a second isn't that actually what's going on with 90% of the people that support LGBT well. they're saying it to your face mm-hmm. but the moment they walk back into their door there's a hypocrisy they in this. They hate them. There's they a hypocrisy in this family. anyway, because I'm going to tell you, here's the hypocrisy. People need to look at this a little deeper. So it used to be whenever you were gay, you stayed in the closet. That was the term, you know, and, and they were coming out. People didn't. They were ashamed. They are embarrassed. You know, whatever, you get in trouble. Are you not doing the same thing to straight people? You're making a place now where if we say something, you get sued. We have to stay in the closet. We can't come out with how we truly feel because we're going to get in trouble. So it's hypocrisy. You didn't like it. And I'm not the one, you know, I, I, I had really not an opinion on this too much until probably the last couple of years. I really honestly didn't. And my opinion has, it's not because of 
Christian people or straight people. My opinion has been skewed on this from the LGBT community. They have hardened, or not hardened, but gave me a mindset that I am becoming more offended and more aggravated with this situation because of them. Now, I will note very quickly that I do agree with some of what they're saying. Yeah, well, Christians bit. are doing this. They're doing this. I will be the first to tell you. I've been to I've been to city council meetings. I've been to some of these interviews, and I don't believe that the Christians are handling this correctly. I would side with them 100 percent on that. The vast majority. I'm not saying everybody's yeah. like that. I don't want to categorize everybody because I don't think all the drag queens are are are, are as uh, in your face or promiscuous. Or, yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm not trying to categorize everybody together, but the, the Christian. I could say just as much about a Christian. Um, community, probably just as bad as I could and say about drag queens. So I, my eyes have been open to this, and unfortunately, I don't think the LGBTQ is doing a good job representing um, their their self in the community by doing this. Well, you know, and look, here's the thing, because we're we're in a tricky situation as as America itself. Like I said earlier, you have this dilemma of freedom of speech says they should be allowed to talk. They should be able to be allowed in that public square right. and say their piece. Um, now, could we get into the decency aspect of it? Sure. See, that's, but, but that's where you got to stop. You're, 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 trying to, you're trying to mingle two things, and that's the problem with this. But what I'm getting at, though. Talking, dressing up, ain't no different than Halloween. But what that's I'm, fine. But don't. it's the dancing and the potentially lewd. I'm not saying all of them are, but yeah. potentially. That's the issue. It has nothing to do with freedom of speech. We're not t- telling you to shut up. We're not telling you don't show up. Or not We're to saying perform. You don't, that, well, that would be the debatable part. See, because here's the thing with the performance aspect. Uh, it's all up to the dancer and how you know, uh, loose they want to get with it. Mm-hmm. And, like, for instance, in that hour-long video I saw, I didn't think it was the best dancing. Like, uh, just, like, literally, I just didn't think they were that great at dancers. But they also picked them up off the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, anywho, you know, it, it was the furthest, like, I, the videos I've seen on the Internet compared to, like, what they were showing on that show. It's uh, it's like G-rated versus R-rated, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the kind of stuff you're used to seeing at these drag shows. So you have to give them the benefit of the doubt and say, if you can make family-friendly content, because <laughs> here's the thing. Let's not act like people don't dance in public, yeah. you know, and, and especially like wear crazy outfits in the process. So that's not like it's a, you know, an unknown thing to, to small America, but where you really start to shock people and, and kind of push them towards the, the wrong direction is whenever you get into this message of it's not okay for you to believe what you believe because of me. And how I look at that is we can disagree. Like I, I could be completely anti-LGBT and you could be 100% for it. Mm-hmm. We can have that disagreement. That doesn't mean we have to hate each other or never speak to each other again. And that that's kind of the, the problem that I get or the, the vibes I get from a lot of people is just that they the moment they find out that you're not 100% on board for giving kids puberty blockers or sex reassignment surgery, uh, a lot of times that's kind of where the rhetoric goes. It's like, oh, you're just a bigot you know, who can't, who doesn't think the world's big enough for everybody. And that's not it at all. It's just I'm concerned about children. Man, and I, let's, I think let's that paint this picture. They're for too what, impressionable for this. Let's paint this picture correctly, okay? If and and again, we'll say there's a thousand people in bar and just part of it. We could use any city. They're show up for this drag event. It's a big deal. We we support it. Okay, let's take those same thousand people and they all have one kid. Put your kid all side by side and say, and every one of those kids says, "I'm dropping out of college. I want to be a drag queen." See how many support you then? They don't support and, this and crap. That was another thing. They're too. supporting a movement just like every other little stupid TikTok video and Facebook video that goes viral. They all of a sudden. You know, got to speak up about it. You know how many people don't give a crap about black people in America? There's a lot. But all of a sudden, it's on Facebook. Now everybody cares. Yeah. Well, now they're all allies. I mean, it's like, come on. Like, I'm not <laughs> trying to knock any race, but that's the truth of the matter of what it is. And, and that, all of a sudden, in the name of the BLM, name of the black people, whatever, whatever you want to call it, and all of a sudden, they're stepping up the place. We man, racist is bad. And you're like, you ain't ever said a dang thing in your life until you've seen it on Facebook, and now you're just jumping on a bandwagon like everybody else. And that's what this is. I mean, definitely a, a little bit of it. And that, that was like one of the things, like I was watching this father's facial expressions after he just got up and performed drag with his son. And this dude's like a biker. He's a veteran. 
you know, the exact opposite of what you would think a, a well, drag queen you, would you, be. You talk about fit. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I'll go down that <laughs> that rabbit hole in a minute. But uh, but anywho, there was a, a certain scene. It's like right there at the very end of the show. You know, he just embraced his son. Good job getting up there and dancing for money. And it's like he's sitting in this chair and he's just kind of like looking off away from the camera. And what went through my mind was exactly that. He's probably thinking in his head, like, oh, my God, I just endorsed my son to become a stripper. No. <laughs> yeah, that is well, the I furthest mean, thing. You look at it, you say, <laughs> well, well, this I guy's thought. a biker. This guy's a veteran. Okay, I don't know what. I, I dare you to say no biker get clubs. On, uh, right, yeah, clubs. Um, but you hit the military. This stuff is becoming, I mean, yeah, I'm like, how? <laughs> how in the world? I mean, like, how? I can't even imagine. You know, I've been out, I've been out of the Marine Corps for, you know, several years. And I cannot even fathom it. And if anybody um, was in there, you know, Second Battalion, First Marines, they're out there. I know they listen to this. I know they do. I've heard several of them give me feedback. Give me your feedback on this. I want it because I cannot fathom how that is acceptable in the United States military, much less the Marine Corps. Now, I can't definitely say in every branch this is becoming, but this whole transgenders and, you know, all this, it, it is definitely there. It's definitely a issue. I, and I don't see how, I don't see how it's tolerated. You know where they infiltrated, you know. right? It's through the Air Force. Oh, I thought it, okay. I, I thought that was a trick question. Like, <laughs> I didn't really want to answer that on here. Uh, yeah. um, no, from I the did, back. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, hey, you asked a question. Yeah. No, I just like if. Uh, <laughs> Why are you blushing? You are red, dude. Like I guarantee <laughs> you're funny. as red as that right now. No, uh, it. I just I'm, I'm thinking like okay, if I was gonna try and infiltrate the military with my LGBT ways, that's the branch I'm going for. Uh, 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 who else? What the Coast Guard? Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> you, know, you can play like in the water. <laughs> in the Navy, you can too. I don't know. I'm just I, I I'm surprised it happened, but then again I'm not. It's oh, actually, it's probably the Navy. Now that I think about it, I Seamen. actually I actually think <laughs> I think it was the Army actually, but I don't want to I don't want to mm. paint one as, you know worse than the other. I'm sure it's out there across the board, but it's a problem. But yeah. I, I'm kind of like from the military background, like how do you take that serious? Like you're on national television, best fighting force in the world, then you got them dressing in drag. Like how could any other yeah. country take us serious? Well, you can't unless their people are doing it too, but their people probably aren't. Well, you know, and that's the thing is like in America, it, I feel like we're in a serious decline right now. And it's a weird thing to watch because I'm only 25 and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm watching everyone turn into robots who are just addicted yeah. to phones and pills and drugs, you know, and, and they don't want to do anything with their lives. I just want to stream, man. I just want to, yeah. you know, do that. Ice cream so good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the stupid <laughs> yeah. Thing. all the stupid crap. crap, and it's like uh, so now we're at this weird point in in history. I feel like where I'm sure 20 years from now we're gonna take a look back on Memory Road and be like, "What the hell were we thinking?" I mean, I look back at I don't even want to go back 20 years. I mean, 20 years was see that would be yeah, I was years, like right, you're like what 50? Actually, what is this? I was just getting out of a combat zone this time 20 years ago. Yeah, different world, man. Yeah, like different world. You know, and like, and and here's the thing, different strokes for different folks. You know, like I get it. People, really? people like different things. You know, I'm, I'm open. You know, like I, <laughs> some people like it that way. Some people like it this way. Some people want that. Some people don't even want anything. And so I was like, yeah, you got to be open to that for sure. But on the other Ooh. hand. Yeah, strokes, depends on what, hands. What's in my hands. This yeah. conversation is <laughs> going where it's not supposed to. Um, yeah, so I guess I probably said in the other hand. Yeah. <laughs> no, but either Keep way, the, the point of it all is, though, it's just like it, it's, it's very strange to see the decline of America morally and ethically. And I, I really hope that my generation and the generation after me and the generation after that can bounce back and, and start to actually see life for what it is well, I don't think of being played all the time I think a lot of this is going to be you know I, I've said this before one different election different presidents coming in I think can suppress some of this and I think they will um and that's why I think it's really important or not important depends how you look at it depend but just say whoever's the president I think will dictate the path of some of these things for a little bit but to correct a lot of this stuff in society everybody's like, let's 
What's the difference? It's Donald Trump. It doesn't matter. Whatever. If you get a good president, it's going to take more than one. It's going to be have to be a cycle for several times. But even that, the you know the the courts ruling on this, it's not everybody's like, oh, the president can. You know, no, he can't. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. it's courts ruling on it. What becomes law? You know, and stuff like that. But the thing of it is, I personally think this issue, you know, kind of across the board, I don't know that it's going to get a whole lot bigger than what it is, because I still. I firmly believe this issue is as big as an issue as what it is because of the publicity side. Now I could be wrong on this, but I think it's just a publicity side. It's just a big topic and it's, it's like abortion. Well, it's a big topic because our, you know, the media and stuff like that, they can't even report on anything anymore. So it's like, let's talk about, let's talk about the BLM. Let's talk about, you know, racial issues. Talk yeah, about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and so this is one of those. And I think that our government right now has a lot of things that's going on. This one amongst many, they like it there to keep the division there. Um, and distraction. It is. It's for electoral purposes because they can't, you know, people can, man, I mean, people can understand how these things work. If they can use this to their advantage, which they will, um, they can, oh, well, we're, we support the homosexual. We support the LGBTQ. Well, oh, we'll just vote for that guy because the other guy don't. Yeah, and that's people, what I was about to say. It's a vote. And people are naive tactic. to vote that way, you know. So, but there's other voting problems, too, that we can get into as well. But, I mean, they'll, I, they'll I just, use this. I just believe me. look at it as the, the problem that we face with LGBT people coming to small towns or any town, really, and trying to do drag shows and, and public performances uh, and raise awareness for their cause. It's almost like when they legalized, not they didn't legalize shoplifting, but they dang near did. When you say it has to be a thousand dollars or more for you to get prosecuted well, or to be charged, yeah, they they, um, they went higher so people understand. It was five hundred, four ninety nine, anything five hundred above, and then yeah, they yeah. raised it to a thousand thousand dollars. So that's a lot. What and so the the point that I, I guess I'm, I'm getting at here is like. I think we can all agree, as regular people, that that's kind of nuts. It's kind of nuts to literally allow people to steal up to a certain amount. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I kind of feel like that's how this is. Like, if we, the more we allow this to, to continue to progress, the worse it's going to get. The, mm -hmm. the further we're going to denigrate uh, our society. And you're like, oh, Devin, that's horrible. How can you say that drag shows are going to denigrate society like that? Well, and I'm not saying all drag shows, but what I'm saying is that if you put one in every small town in America and you blast it out to the public like you're wanting to do and you're trying to get maximum uh, potency for this this cause, it's going to denigrate America. Mm -hmm. More kids will be confused. More people are going to be against being open. And then you're like, what, Devin, how can you say that? They literally have like a hundred different pronouns. They're all inclusive. But they're really not, and, and we've personally experienced this quite a bit because mm -hmm. the moment you say, I disagree, or I don't like that, yeah. then you're exiled. You yeah, know, well, you're, I, you're I don't care what people think, one. man. I'm a I call, mean, either. I call stuff how it is. You but know, like I, I said, people can sit here and crap on me all day long for beating up the LGBTQ, but I will go on the, on the other side of the spectrum, and the people that's opposing him and the way that they're doing it is not correct. I am not a Bible scholar. I do have a degree in biblical and Christian studies, but that's to me is irrelevant. It's, you know, you don't, from a Christian perspective, you don't treat people this way. They don't. It is uncalled for, and it, it is not. It is not. It's just not right. It's not. You don't sit there and no. It's just. It's just absolutely not right. Because if I start, if I start going down this one, I'm it's going to end. I'll be See, preaching by the time this and, is done. But that's kind of the thing, though. It's like, so what's the solution? You know, it's like, oh my gosh, we have this big dilemma here of, do we tolerate drag shows? Do we not? Well, similar to what Donald Trump said about shoplifters, he said we got to shoot them, shoot <laughs> the shoplifters. Well, and you're like, up. what, Devin? Are you trying to tell me that we need to shoot people attending drag shows? No, I'm not saying that, idiot. But what I am saying is stand up to it as a community. Mm -hmm. If the community pulls together and says, we don't want this, they're going to leave or, or, or don't show up. You know, and so yeah, and the mean, point that hard. I'm getting at is that legally, you maybe can't stop it. You can't stop the people from shoplifting just in the same way you can't stop people from putting on LGBT rallies. Mm -hmm. But what you can do as an individual and as a community has come together and fight against it. And 
hey, you may feel like it's a losing fight, but I promise you it's not. Yeah, well, more, I mean, more people are waking up the last it. one they did, not this one, but the one prior to that, what they did is they had a loud music and stuff, basically to drown out the protesters. But see, yeah, I mean, it's like, it, it's a... And I'm not saying to it go is, and it's, protest. It's called it is. It's, it's a dick swing contest is what yeah. it is. So what the protesters are essentially going to have to do, if it's that big of a deal, you go get your permits close right there. Just make sure your volume's louder than theirs. Right across the street. And, maybe. you know, I mean, I hate to be that way, but, you know, it that is. That would be fun. Well, it, it could be done. And the thing of it is, if, if somebody strategically did this correctly, because I know the size of that place, it wouldn't be that hard to drown out everything. And you make it so chaotic and not causing problems, it's just the noise, the background. Um, you make it where they just can't function. And if it's that big of a deal, you have to take matters into your own hands because I'm sorry, you know, I, I don't personally have an issue with anybody particularly on the city council, but if the city council is not going to rule in favor of the majority, which that's what this is, I believe the majority says they don't want this to happen. I, I believe so. If too. that's the case, if there's, we'll say there's 30,000, I don't know what the population 32, is. 32,000 ish. Is Bartersville? Yeah. Okay, so 32,000, and, we'll, and I know there was not 1,000 people there. And 500 shit. We'll say, heck, we'll say there was uh, there thousand. was a thousand people there. That is not the majority. Yeah, that's a very big minority. And so, <laughs> you know, we we're not catering to a minority. We're not. And so, and don't take in, that the wrong way, as in we're not going to help minorities because that's not what this is. But giving someone preference. No, I, the majority of the people said we don't want this. So the majority of the that. people that's paying their freaking salary, exactly. they should have said, hey, the majority spoken. This is not going to happen in a public venue, not in Bartersville, and find a way around it. Because don't tell me, oh, because of legal, we're, you, you know, you're, you're chicken. Because just like I said, legally, yeah, you might be scared to do that. But legally, we can make it very freaking hard for you to do it. But nobody, everybody say here and protest these things, so, well, I'm going to just go there and stand there with a sign. Really, what are you going to prove? You don't think that's been done a million other times? Yeah. What are you doing? Well, and if you were going to be that guy, go hard. Do the what Westboro Baptist Church people from Kansas? Ugh, well, yeah, that's God hates it, it, well, the thing of it is, some of them do, <laughs> and crazy. that's the problem. And that's the problem with some of this is yeah. you, you got Christians and say they're Christians, and, and they may be. Yeah. I'm not debating that. It's in the name of you know Christianity, Jesus, they're sitting there, they're doing that. Y'all are perverts. You're the well, you know, believe me. I would probably be referenced very quick as like you without the first, you know, the first right. stone. You're like you without sin cast the first stone. Um, but again, you can approach these things out of love and, and genuinely get your point across without, you know, Saying having that. to say those type of things. <laughs> but you know, like again, so, legally will, within the laws of the land, like I said, there's ways you can legally prevent this stuff from happening. So the people need to be very creative in how they're doing this. Is what it comes down to. Your ways has not worked, so find another way. So I'll ask you this, and then we'll, we'll start to wrap it up. Um, so as a pastor of a church, this group comes through town. Mm -hmm. We're here. Do you want to support us? No. Do you want to join this drag show? And we'll just say hypothetically you had a, a child that was part of the LGBT community. No. Still wouldn't do it? No, from a pastor's standpoint. You wouldn't let them come to your church? Oh, come to and the church. I thought you were saying, like, for the pastor to go to this event. And, and both. I'm talking both, son. No, no because it was very, very, I believe, very clearly biblical thing on that. One, would, the first thing that comes to my mind from a biblical standpoint is keeping yourself above reproach. Um, if you show up, even if you're there, protesting is one thing, but if you're there in the event, you're guilty by association. Yeah. And so you got to keep yourself above reproach as a pastor. Now, here's the other side. If... I, if somebody is genuinely seeking God, it shouldn't ever be a trade-off. It's like, well, if you'll do this, I'll do that. It's like, hey, if you'll come and commit sin, then I'll come to your church. That's a trick of the devil. People may not like trade. that. That's a pretty good trick. Well, but th there should never be a trade-off for that, yeah. you know. If somebody's ask, genuinely doing that. Someone actually got fired. So they're, in one of these episodes from their show, there was a pastor of a church who his daughter was a pansexual part of the lgbt community and he wanted to show support for her but also other maybe silent members in the lgbt community that hey church is a place that you can come to and we are welcoming mm -hmm. of everybody and so that's why he decided to participate 
uh, in the drag performance was both for his daughter to show support for her, but also to show yeah. the denomination that, hey, it's all good here. Yeah, he should have been. They probably, the, whatever church that was, if that was exactly We're the case. We're all sinners. They United sh- they Methodist probably, Church. Well, there you go. Yeah, I was about to say, and I had to throw that part in there, too. There you go. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, I'm not even going to go down that road, but yeah, there's some issues within that um, organization. Um, but should he have gotten fired? Yes. So if half the congregation is saying, yes, fire him, and the other half is saying, actually, what he did was really cool. And we want to keep them. Well, it's a problem. What do you do? Man, you see, now you're not opening this door. That's the problem that, with the Methodist churches right now. In, in years ago, they didn't have leadership. You could understand how these churches function in Methodist particular. They basically, I'm going to say hierarchy of people that kind of, over, you know, all of it. Years ago, this wasn't acceptable. Then you get new leadership in, and now it's acceptable. Right. So what they're doing is some of these Methodist churches, not all of them, there's, you basically, and I, and I am simplifying this, you're accepting homosexuals or you're not as far as in leadership on the church in leadership mm-hmm. and if you are you can stay methodist if you're not you've got to buy out the church you got to disassociate you got you know so there, this is happening in america wow. right now in case you didn't know that and, and even in this little town you think bartersville there's a little town um Pahuska, smaller than this they're they just dealt with this mm-hmm. um they're having to say hey we're going to be if they want to keep say if they're not going to say hey we do not support that we still do not support homosexuality and in the leadership then the methodists are giving them options to buy it out and basically be independent do their own thing and disassociate with the methodist church that is happening in america right now (laughs) no no it's it's real imagine a church telling a pastor or a congregation hey if you don't accept homosexuals and leadership (laughs) <laughs> You're gonna have to find another church. That's what's happening. Is that not the craziest thing you could ever? Well, think I mean, the thing of it is, the church, would, the church would, you know, come to consensus with leadership in the church or a vote of the church, depending on how they function, and say, hey, there's, we'll say there's 100 people, 75 of them say no, we don't support homosexuals leadership. So at that point, they have to have that option to basically buy up the property, and they can, and then they operate something else, not Methodist anymore. They wow. can't take that name. So they weren't Methodists to begin with. Well, they were, but whenever that decision's made, well, clearly not. They're no longer. Well, this is new leadership, so you know, don't take it for what it is. And this is, but yeah. this stuff is real and it's happening. Well, and that's the uh, problem. And the though. thing of it is, I've said this in in previous episodes. You know, people always want to play the Christian game. The Christians say this, and they're. Hey, I have not seen a church, not one, not one. Say it again, so people get not one church that says, hey. We are open to homosexuals. Come here. And the church is flooded with homosexuals and make it run. It does It's easy to use that as a crutch. Yeah. It's easy to sit here and bash the Christians. But you believe me, just because somebody is inclusive, somebody is accepting of these things, there's not just churches being by the droves being filled by homosexuals because now all of a sudden this church, whatever, is accepting of it. It's not. And the bottom line of it is when it comes down to biblical principles, I will argue this with any scholar on the face of this earth. It is not biblical at all. So Jesus didn't hang out with the people that the the pious it's, rejected? That's not, it's not, the, not who he hung around with. It's not who he spoke to. It's not about who he witnessed to. It talks about the things that are, for salvation purposes, it's, it's black and white. Somehow, here's what the scholars and stuff have come up with, theologians, whatever you, whatever term you want to throw in there. Here's what they've came up with. That somewhere along the lines now in the year 2000-ish, the New Testament that was wrote for us has changed to that's not what they meant that's by not. homosexuality. If that's the case, here's the problem with that. In the same scriptures, it talks about murderers, thieves, all these other sins, homosexuals will not enter the kingdom of God. If you're going to take that verse out of context, I should be able to go in there and murder people, and it's still okay because it's right. It's only one yeah, word previous. Yeah, it's all in the same paragraph, bud. <laughs> See, That's so funny. All your stupid, uh, all this stupid stuff that these theologian scholars are pitching at you, I'd literally just debunk that in context. And you're literally so you're a scholar for the Bible, and you're literally saying. I know the Bible says that. Yeah. But it didn't really mean it. it didn't that's what really it, that's what it's it. come down to. Yeah. 
That's like, that's like, imagine trying to say that about something else in the Bible. Like, I know it says if you believe in Jesus with all your heart, you'll go to heaven. But that's not what he actually meant. What he really meant is you need to put a $20 bill in this donation offering. Right. Okay. That's what he really meant. Well, I mean, but that's, I'm but saying. That man. is kind of how it is, though. Am I right? Like, I know that seems a little bit extreme there. But, like, if you're at a point in biblical studies and, and teaching where you're saying <laughs> that part of the Bible, we leave it alone. Yeah. You know, we don't talk about that. Well, like, what are you doing, pal? That's, but that's what it's come to. And, and that's why I'm saying, like, but people buy into this. It's, but the thing of it is, to be fair to anybody that may believe that, that's not the only thing, man. People are buying into different, these little different versions of, say, Christianity, <laughs> you know, of whatever spinoff to make it fit them. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's not just a homosexual issue. It's, you know, it's, it's a, that's a big, a big picture to be painted. Maybe with that. like two wives. But, you know, man, it's, it's a messed up in that. And, and these, and people buy into this yeah. stuff because it came under the name of whatever. And I'm like, Oh my gosh! You know, I guess like you it, can't change if I, anything. If I was gonna leave this podcast with a message, the, the ultimate message for me: any LGBTQIA two spirit <laughs> walking person out there, if you live in America, you are not brave for coming out. I don't care if your parents are completely against homophobia or they're completely homophobic i don't care if your entire neighborhood doesn't like it if mm-hmm. your town doesn't like it if they have laws saying that you shouldn't do it it's not nearly the same thing as going to another country where you literally die for being gay you're not brave for coming <laughs> out in america right being brave is doing something that other people aren't willing to do Pretty sure everyone's willing to have sex. Oh, everybody's coming out these days. Like and that's another like thing, too. Is it. it really brave when everyone's doing yeah. it? No, it's called normal. Yeah. <laughs> it's normal for you to say, I like guys or I like girls. It's a normal thing. Yeah, your parents may not like it. Your siblings may not like it. Your friends may not like it. You may have to leave town, bud. And I'm sorry, like, it, it's a hard life, but everyone's life is hard, regardless of your sexuality. So quit trying to send this message out to the kids across America that you're brave for coming well, out. I mean, that's what it is, though. That's what society we live in. Because if you you're know, not brave for coming out, then you were just born in the wrong body. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, it's messed up across the board. And the thing of it is, just like I was saying from a, from a biblical standpoint, you're not you're not going to argue. You can't argue this stuff. I mean, people can try their best way and make it sound like something. But, like, I'm just going to read it. It's in First Corinthians 9 or 6, 9 through 11, do you, know that the, do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither fornicators, nor adulterers, adulteresses, homosexuals, nor sodomites, thieves, covenants, drunkards, nor rivals, nor exertions will enter the kingdom of God. Okay, so if homosexuals can, based off, based off the twisted and turn of the scripture that people have done, if homosexuals can get in, so can drunkards. So can thieves. And adulterers. But see, <laughs> see, this is so easy yeah. to argue. It's sad. It, the, the thing of it is, I've read several versions of this. Smart Elliot. My footnotes don't say anything of an exception. Except, except for one. One. There's okay. one exception to these things. And that is salvation through Christ and Christ alone. And the Bible says this. If that basically that happens, you're a new creation Old things have passed away. Things have become new. So now, for somebody to say, I'm a homosexual, I can do this. No, you're not. You're not truly a Christian. If you're practicing that, you're living that. That is not the case. But people don't want to tell you that. See, that's the unpopular pastor, the preachers that I am. Because so I, te- I will tell you that. Because that's what the Bible says. And that's where these events, the only reason I'm saying it is because that's where these events that's what I believe people are going wrong. You're going to burn in hell. You're going to do this because you're a homosexual, because you're, you're doing... Well, there is truth to that. But if I'm trying to win somebody over to Christianity, I don't know that that's always the best way to do that. That's not the winning message? A key word. I said that's not always. Some, I believe, you have to have a very hard approach, in-your-face approach. Um, But those situations dictate. But as a rule of thumb, to sit there and tell city council members, better be hung a millstone around your deck and basically die than not vote for us. That's what they're doing. Yeah. That's what they're saying. Right. 
So there's better ways to handle this. Biblical points, sorry, but the Bible condemns these things. I don't have a problem with Christians standing up for it. Just be careful how you're doing it. Do it out of love. Do it out of respect, just as they should have the same respect backwards towards us. Oh, the golden rule. If we huh? can say, well, I mean, that's the thing. They can, yeah. the, the thing of it is, when it comes to LGBTQ stuff, it's not that stupid white guy. That stupid black guy did this. That, that stupid, you know, whatever. Redneck. And Christians. Yeah, them the Christians. Christians. It's all that's that's so that's, the, that's the argument. Uh, which to be fair, I mean, you know, I know we're wrapping up, but to be fair, it's what it's all the homosexuals. Well, yeah, I don't yeah, know. it's all the LGBT. Yeah, stuff. it's not, you know, yeah. and, and everybody's not like that. So, yeah, every gay person's wrong. Just be clear. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, man, well, but I do. I, I challenge people. You know, comment. These things will be dropped. You know, all the social media platforms. You give us feedback. Yeah, I don't. I don't care if it's negative. Yeah, I don't care. Because it's it's you know like I don't really care about the negative feedback. I mean, if it's if it's something worth discussing, you know, I'll call you out on on national, you know, on on our platform, national radio. You know, but there's there's both talking points on this. Um, I you know, and I would even open this up. Hey, if there's some buddy and drag, legitimately, don't do this crap to me because you think you want to try to prove something. But hey, if this is you, and you think you got some, I'm I'm not opposed to having a conversation. With some with a drag queen. Are they dressed up in drag for the show? I don't care. Because that'd be kind of fun. I don't care. You know, like, if they legitimately have a conversation. Because, see, here's the thing. Here's the power I have. If you're going to come on my show and act a damn fool, I just won't air it. <laughs> right. It's that simple. <laughs> yeah. So you'll sit here and conduct yourself a certain way, you know, not because I say you are. Because right. it'd be vice versa. It's not. Yeah. It's not right of me to sit there and tear people down and bash them. It's like, well, I'll show them I can do this. Yeah. My, no, I'm it's not going to do that. But if somebody, everybody, here, and here's the reason I'm saying these things. Everybody's, we just want to have a conversation. Okay, I am too. So I'm calling you out. I know there's somebody out there right now that keeps telling me I want to have a conversation. And really, sit down conversation. Let's have it. I'm challenging you right now. Let's have a conversation. And I'll bet you money. I don't know how much. I'll bet a dollar. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't yeah, I, I don't think people really want to have a conversation about this. Not as much as what they say. Uh, Did you? But on the forewarned, you it, come on here. I'm gonna have some hard questions. Well, and will it be a conversation? Is the question. You know, it's like it because there's definitely plenty of ways you can have respectful conversation with someone that you disagree with. It's just, are they willing to do that? You know, I have no doubt in my mind we can. But I can. You know, I just I haven't seen it happen yet. Are you gonna ask them? I'm gonna ask them and then we'll get off. Are you gonna ask them, or are you gonna say to them, "You look like a clown"? Well, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with telling somebody how I truly feel. <laughs> I know, but that would just be. Well, I mean, they could say, "Well, I don't like you either. You're fat. You're bald. You're ugly." I mean, that's, they're entitled, yeah, they're, they, and they're, and they're probably not entirely. You know, they're not entirely wrong. Yeah. So they're entitled yeah. to their, you know. And and if I was probably in their shoes, be like, "Well, honey, you could do a little better with some makeup." I mean, I could I could go <laughs> yes. a million different ways. I don't. Yeah. It don't bother me. I'm not going to just sit here and bash somebody. Make yeah. fun of them, no. Yeah. But. You know, I'd be like, I could possibly pose the question, be like, don't you think people think you, you know, I yeah, made a reference yeah. I mean, so no, I don't, it's an honest question. It is, it is. Because that's my opinion. And I think there's other people that, that look at that, you know, so I could take his different directions. But no, I, I'd challenge, if somebody wants to have that conversation, no, I'm down. I'm, 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 I'm going to look for you. I'm going to find you on the internet, drags. I'm going to drag you <laughs> to our podcast. <laughs> Uh-oh. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for watching. I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate you. Drop a comment. Hit that subscribe button. Give us a like. Come on. We need your support. Share it. Do something productive. <laughs> Other than that, have a great day, y'all.